This Chazar is saying that Shabbat Chazar 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 that the Pasuk of Metav Sadeh O Metav Karmi Yishalem teaches that the Mazik must pay based on the best field of the Nizik. Abayi says this can't mean that as others explain that he pays for more than the value is known to be because the Nizik would have to prove that amount. Rather, Rishmol means that if the Mazik damaged unripe produce, he must pay based on the value of the produce that it would have had at the time of the harvest. Gemara quoted a price here earlier in which Rosh ben Yehuda, the name of Rosh said, the only time we evaluate the damaged produce along with the land is when the animal ate produce at a very early stage in the produce's development. However, if it ate half-ripe produce, the mazik would have to pay based on the value of this produce when it would be fully ripe. In fact, Gemara, the produce goes through a stage in its development called smodar. So that, that stage is more developed than the early stage reference above and less developed than the half-ripe stage. Now, from the first statement, it would seem that smother is not to uh, be evaluated along with the land. From the second statement, it would seem that it is. Ravina said the price should be written as stating that smother are included in the class of half-ripe produce. In fact, Shimon is saying the same thing as Rabbi Yeshua, who says the mazik pays for damaged smother as they would be worth when they were ready to be picked. The difference between them is whether we offset the amount of the damage with the value saved by not having the produce on the vine for a long amount of time and thereby weakening the vine. However, we can't tell who would hold what. The Bible said we can actually prove that it's a who holds that we do take into account the future benefit. Because he says in a rice in the name of Shimon Manasya that a rapist will not pay for the pain inflicted on a basula since she would anyway undergo that pain with her husband. We see that he looks at the future benefit that the woman has by not going through the pain with her husband. The Bible said that others hold like this as well. Like Bryce says that if someone causes a, mar- a woman to miscarry, Rabbi Yosef said he offsets the payment with the money that he that would have been spent for a midwife. But as he said, he offsets the money for the extra food that she would have needed to eat to carry the pregnancy to full term. Gemara earlier told of an incident where someone cut down another person's palm trees. It was Machlai between the Reish Kalusa and Rav Nachman with regard to how to Paskin in that case. The Gemara now says that Rav Papa and Rav Huna, the son of Yeshua, Paskin in practice like Rav Nachman, we assess the damage in, re- in relation to 60 trees. The Gemara itself, Paskin like Rav Papa in the name, uh, uh, and Rav Huna, the son of Yeshua, when dealing with a palm tree of Armor, but like the Reish Kalusa when dealing with a Persian palm tree. Eliezer Zeira was once imprisoned by the people of Reish Kalusa because they thought that his, publicly, his public display of mourning the the Churban Abayas was a sign of Gaiva. He told them that he's a Talmud Chacham and therefore he has a right to act in that way. He proved it to them by asking them how one would pay for damaging budding dates. When they couldn't answer, he told them that it's paid for in relation to 60 times uh, a field of that size. When they corroborated this with Shmuel, they released him. The reason for this is, that when the Pasuk says, which teaches that the Mazak pays in relation to the field, that's only for produce that still needs a field. The ripe produce no longer needs a field, and therefore independently evaluate it. Zuck, the next mission, if someone places a stack of grain in another person's field without permission, and the animal of the or of the owner of the field ate the grain, he's part of If the animal was damaged by the stack, the owner of the grain is chayef. However, if the grain was placed there with Rishus, the owner of the field is chayef. Maybe we should say that the mission doesn't follow Rebbe, who says that an owner of a field does not accept responsibility for something placed in his field unless he explicitly accepts responsibility. Papa said, the mission is talking about a field where the local people would store their grain in higher regard. If a person asks his guard permission to place his grain into the field also, and the guard allowed him to do so, it's the equivalent of the God accepting responsibility to God is grain as well, even according to Rebbe. Zok, the next mission, if someone sends a fire in the hand of a cheirish shaita or cotton, he will be potter in this world, but chayiv in bidei shamayim. If he sends a fire in the hands of a competent person, the competent person is chayiv. 
Mishnah continues, if one person brought a fire and the second person brought wood and added it to the fire, the one who brought the wood would be high for any damage, because without him, the first person could not have done damage. If a person brought wood and a second person brought fire, the one who brought the fire is high, he's the cause of the damage. If another person came and fanned the fire, which without which the fire could not have damaged, he would be high for any damage. If the wind fanned the fire, all of them would be potter. So, said, he's only potter in the first case of the Mishnah, if he gave a coal to the Shechayr of a cotton, who then fanned it into a fire. However, if he gave them an actual flame, it would be high for any damage. Because his, it's his action that caused the damage. Said, even if he gave a flame, he'd be potter because it's the control of the incompetent person that causes the damage. The person would only be chayiv if he gave the incompetent person a fire and thorns and wood chips because then he's clearly doing everything that causes the damage. The Mishnah said, Our Mishnah used the word Liba to mean fan. Rav Nachman Yitzchak said, the use of the word Liba is correct based on the Pasuk and there was also another gear that used the word Niba. It's also correct based on another Pasuk as well. The Mishnah then said, and a bright says if a person blew as the wind was blowing and fanned the fire, the Allah is that if his blowing was enough to fan the fire on his own, he's chayiv. If not, he's potter. Why is this different than one who winnows on Shabbos with the help of the wind? In which case, he's chayiv. Abayah said the bright is discussing where he blew from one side and the blue was blowing from the wind was blowing from the opposite direction, so he didn't help the wind at all. Rava said the case is that he blew when a normal wind was blowing and an extraordinary wind. The ruach shenimatzuya came and then began to blow as well. Rizayir said the case is where he just was breathing on the fire, not blowing on it. Rashi said regarding Shabbos, he's chayyab because it's a purposeful act for which one is chayyab on Shabbos. However, with regard to damage, this is considered to be an indirect action, and such an action is not chayyab for damages.